the radio show ATL, the aftermath is back in your face with another great interview. We got our man Jimmy hanging out with us from the On The Go podcast. Jimmy, what's up, man? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm super excited to be here. I always love doing these interviews. I know last time we spoke to a wonderful artist and now it seems like we're speaking to another artist that's that's doing it through uh, expressing herself through, you know, pet grooming. So I'm really excited to speak with Ms. Trinette Carr. That's right. We are talking to Shanette Carr. All right, she's the owner of Diamonds in the Rough Pet Grooming Service. We want to talk to her, talk to her about her motivation, what got her into doing it, her love for the business, and how she's using you know that love and passion to help grow what she's doing. So um, let's bring her in and let's have a conversation. Let's do it. You are now listening to the radio show. Bruh. This is that knowledge you can't learn in college right here. Mm-hmm. Little news you can't refuse and hopefully not abuse, you know? <laughs> we ain't doing nothing here but trying to help folks get their weather together, church. That's it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kristen, you sound very pimp adjacent, and I like it. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, the radio show ATL, the aftermath is back on the air. All right, we got our guest with us, Trinette Carr. She's the owner of Diamonds in the Rough. All right, she's got her pet grooming service. Trinette, thanks for making the time to come on and talk to us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Oh, yes, yes, for sure. So we wanted to get into, you know, um, as far as your, you know, your pet grooming business and everything, but sort of your background as well. So with doing this type of business, did you grow up an animal lover or was it something that you noticed about yourself as you were starting to get a little older? No, I grew up loving all animals all the time. Like it was a big thing for me to bring home strays, stuff like that. I would get yelled at all the time. Um, (laughs) But um, so, you know, like when you're in, in school and they have like the yearbook and on the side of your picture, it always says like three things you want to grow up to be. So I did that. And for years, it has said one, three things the whole time, never changed. I said I wanted to be a teacher, a veterinarian and a lawyer. I was not able to accomplish the lawyer part. I didn't want to go to school and pass the bar and all of that. So I just exit that part out. Um, I did do the teaching thing because I was a dance teacher for many years. And then the whole veterinarian, I'm not a doctor. I don't ever want to be a veterinarian, but I'm the closest thing to it. So (laughs) (laughs) got you. So I came from a young age already knowing exactly what you wanted to be and so you, that's good that you knew off top, like, yeah, this whole bar thing, going to school for like 12 years, I'm good on that. I'm going to figure something yeah. else out. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's, that's a hard <laughs> pass right there, huh? Yeah, it really is. I was like, no, I'm good on that. Now, now pivoting a bit. So you have your business, uh, you know, Diamonds in the Rough. And with that, you're grooming, you know, that's your business and everything. But do you ever get, like, when, when you're, you know, grooming, do you ever get nervous or did this just come, that part come naturally to you? Well, um, I, I think I had a little bit of an upper hand when it came to grooming um, as far as the nervous part of it, because I, I got fired one day from a corporate job, um, the craziest reasons. So I'm on the highway and I'm driving and I'm crying. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And I look up and there's an animal hospital to the right of me. I had never seen this animal hospital. I've always been on the same street for, since I was a little kid, never seen a hospital before. Apparently has been there for 50 to 60 years and I never noticed it. So I said, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go in, put an application in, whatever they got. And I got the job that day. So I, yeah, this All was right. eight years ago. And so I started off with being um, 
a kennel technician at first, which is basically is a fancy word for picking up poop and cleaning pee. That's what it was. Okay. So I started doing that. Um, and then the doctor, I guess, noticed that I was really intrigued by everything else. So I, he put me into getting my pharmacy tech. So I got my pharmacy technician license, and then I was able to, you know, distribute medicine for the animals. And then I went on to be a vet technician. So now I'm handling all animals and giving them natural medicines and stuff. And I went on to be a veterinarian circle assistant. So I would stand there for hours, hold up whatever limb they needed to do surgery. And I did that for six years, six or almost seven years. So I got the worst part of it, uh, dealing with all the craziness and all the crazy animals for a very, very long time. And then I, when I went into grooming, it was kind of like a, whew, finally, I don't have to deal with the crazy every single day. Don't get me wrong. It is crazy most days. But with a vet hospital, you can't refuse any dogs, no matter what their mannerism or behavior is. You have to actually assist them no matter what. And for me, if your dog is trying to kill me, I can tell you I'm not doing it. So, no, I'm not nervous. <laughs> also, there will be a good reason to turn away somebody if you feel like you're dealing with, uh, you know, Cujo trying to take you out. You probably oh, would yeah. be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I came this far. I'm not dealing with it. Nope. He can't <laughs> act right. I, he has to go. So <laughs> no, but that's go. A, that, no, that's a great story about, uh, you know, one door definitely closing and one immediately opening for you, letting you know exactly what you need to do. That's great. I, I like hearing that. So, um, again, we're talking to Trinette Carr, all right? She is the owner of Diamonds in the Rough, all right? So if you are in the Atlanta area and you want to book some grooming, make sure and follow her on Instagram at underscore Diamonds in the Rough. Mr. Jimmy Francis, do you have something for Trinette? Yes, yes, yes. Miss Trinette, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. How are you? Doing great, doing great, doing great. I see you got your Black Girl Magic going on, so I kind of want to <laughs> stick with that theme, right? Um, I'm not sure how it is in Atlanta, but I know out here there's not too many – black owned, uh, you know, dog grooming services. So how important was it for you to have that source of representation in that field, right? And was that, or was that something you saw already that, you know, that was already out there? No, I definitely didn't see it. Um, people will ask me all the time, what do I do? And I would tell them, and if I did tell an African-American person, they're like, you do what? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, always, it's always a super surprise for everybody to find out. Is It's a very, very, very small community of my sisters doing this and even my brothers doing this. Um, I, I literally know three of us. And wow. yeah, it's it literally is very, very small. And as a matter of fact, I'm the only one I know in Atlanta that is doing it like that. Wow. Um, Man. Shout out to you. The other ones are in California, things like that. But in Atlanta, I don't know any. Thank you. <laughs> but very important. Um, I started off with a bubble company, um, and it, she was doing mobile. And I like this, like, really big. And I said, okay, I want to help represent that as well. So, and I started to love actually driving around in California in this truck is a ginormous trailer is big pink it's got dogs on and everything and people would stop stop me like in the middle of the street like hey thank you sister like i i i like what you're doing like they really praise me and that kind of like opened up my eyes like okay I, this is something different i am making a, a difference in my community so 
I wanted to keep going with it. Absolutely. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I know um, one of the big things that, that I always try to focus on, especially when I see, you know, someone from our culture, is, you know, stepping into a room that we usually aren't in, right, um, or, or we're usually excluded out of, I always do my best to, you know, you know, champion them, give them their flowers and promote them as I can. So shout out to you for, you know, going out on that faith and, and just working your magic and sticking with it. Are there any days where you feel like, why did I do this? Like, I, I know every day, I don't know, I could be wrong. Is every day a great day? You know, when, when you're getting to do what no. you want to do? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's not. Um, it's, it's a couple different things. I mean, as far as just being your own boss, that in itself is really hard. It's tedious. Like, I don't have time to do much of anything. I work for myself, with myself, by myself. So, right. you know, if I don't work, I don't get paid. So it's a lot of times, like, when I moved back here to Georgia from California, I didn't see my family. I've only been here for about two and a half months. And I only see my family probably like two times since I've wow. been here. And they're like, what is going on? Like, wh why are you being this way? And I'm like, listen, I'm sorry. I, I have to get it. Like, because if I don't get it, who who's going to get it? So right. and then there's another factor as far as like just the day to day dealing with animals. They are dogs are like toddlers that cannot speak at all. <laughs> So <laughs> they, it is like the terrible twos of, of dogs. That's, that's basically what it is. It is some days where I get a dog and I just kind of back up like, Ugh, what am I doing? Is this really, is this really it? Like, no, I don't really think so. And then you get the outcome and it's like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. So it, it, it varies, you know, but I, one thing I can say, I don't get up on a day-to-day -day basis and, and, and cry about it. Like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to work. If anything, I just don't want to get out of bed. But as far as going to work, I'm very motivated uh, as far as going to work and doing what I'm doing. I love it. I love it. But thank you so much, fans and those 16. Back to you, brother. You are now listening to the radio show. Old people. People in general. Stop wearing them ignorant ass Bluetooth pieces in your ear. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Yes, sir. All right, so Chanette, so this may be piggybacking off what Jimmy was saying about what's maybe the most rewarding thing about what you do. Is it is it spending that one-on-one -on -one time with the dogs or is it making sure that like, you know, you got a customer that's that's trusting you with like their baby? making sure that that's satisfaction. What, what part of that is probably more rewarding for you? Or maybe it's both or something else could be. I would say both for me would be very rewarding. Um, I think that, like I said, the end result for me and I step back and I look what I did create because you wouldn't believe some of the dogs that I get and what I, you know, produce, it looks total opposite from one another. Um, so just looking at what I had at first, as far as like a, just a white canvas, you know, with nothing really there, though, there's no outline or nothing. So I have to create something beautiful. So when I do, it's very rewarding for me, knowing that I have the skill and the talent, and I'm blessed with that, to be able to produce that. And then once the clients see it, they're so happy. Um, so 
it also brings me more joy to see them happy as well. Because a lot of things tie into the whole grooming thing as far as the nurture and the care for the animals. It's not just designer dogs, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of times I'll get, um, you know, pets that have been abused and neglected and it, you know, it hurts them. Dogs mm -hmm. actually have feelings. And I don't think a lot of people really realize they really have feelings and, and sometimes they're, they're in pain and I see that. So it, that, that's, I think that's what does it for, do it for me. Okay. All right. That's, that's, that's good to hear that. That's something that, um, not only, I guess, helps push you, but gives you a motivation to go in there and do your best, which I, I wouldn't expect anything less from you, but given, a, you know, 100% on that. So when you're in business, you spoke about, you know, you're in business for yourself. If you don't work, you don't eat. That's the old saying. But everybody has a team of people that supports them and keeps them motivated. So who are some of the people that keep you as far as like pushing you? And what do you see in the future for yourself and, and for Diamonds in the Rough? Um, I would definitely say it's, it's, it's quite a few people that motivate me. Um, my mother, she motivates me a lot. Um, moving back here, I didn't have, I don't, I didn't have a truck. I didn't have a workspace anywhere I can, you know, express myself and do my craft. So she decided she wanted to make sure I had an at-home salon. So she cleared out the garage and completely put a whole salon. I have two chairs, a tub, everything down there. So um, she's definitely one of my number one um, motivators for sure and supporters. Um, and of course, a couple of my other family members and my best friend. I remember I was struggling in school before I finished and started getting really into grooming. I had a really old crappy uh, laptop and it was a lot of things that I had to send my best friend for her to do for me because my computer wouldn't allow me to do. So she surprised me and bought me a brand new laptop so I could finish school. Nice. And so she's that always in my, my corner. <laughs> so she definitely motivated me to do what I'm doing as well. And she's one of my biggest supporters. Um, and my aunt and her daughter, they are number one supporters uh, as well. Uh, my little cousin, she's in content creating. So she is posted me all the time. She's always talking about it. Like she, I really can't, if I'm laying down, and just chilling, she'll come in like, hey, don't you got a dog to groom? Like, what's going on? <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I got a couple of people that definitely have been in my corner. Um, and a lot of my friends as well that have dogs and everything, they've always been, you know, very supportive and let me practice on their animals and everything when I really didn't know what I was doing. So I really could have really jacked their dogs up in the beginning. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but they had some faith in me and and so we got through it but so i have a couple people for sure nice uh, i'm getting from that your homegirl was like look stop sending me stuff here's a brand new laptop leave yeah. me <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right so um again we're talking to Trinette Carr. she's the owner of diamonds in the rough so you're in the atlanta on that one all right so follow on instagram at underscore diamonds in the rough jimmy do you have something else for Trinette? Yes, yes, I do. Um, you talked a lot about, you know, being able to express yourself. And I love what you wrote in your bio about um, how, you know, you look at grooming as an art. Um, outside of grooming, and, and even before you got into grooming, what are some of the ways that you were able to express yourself before you even knew this is the route that you could? Okay, well, 
I've, I think I've always been an artist, like the mm -hmm. whole whole time. I've danced my entire life. I've done every type of dance you can possibly think of. Um, since I was five years old, I had um, an adult dance company. I also had a majorette um, teen dance company as well. They did competitions. I was just always more so in the in the arts period. And then I also draw. At one point, I was going to be a cartoonist because I can I can really draw some cartoons. But um, I gotta see some of those. I, I, <laughs> not that I don't believe you. Just I'm like I'm fascinated. Yeah, with that I want to see some of that work. Yeah. I definitely would love to yeah. see. Some. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Hold on. We are talking to Miss Trinette Carr, the owner, operator of Diamonds in the Rough, Dog Grooming Service. Wow. Look at that amazing. Look at that. Oh this my God. Now that's talent Ooh. right there. Hey, you can sell, you can, you can legit sell that, like for sure. That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm for real, that's beautiful. That is a beautiful yeah. painting. And she just, you see how she just dropped that casually, yeah. like we're talking yeah. about her business. She's like, oh yeah, I, I, I draw a little bit. And then she shows you this, this ain't, she didn't show you no stick. This wasn't no stick man or nothing she traced. Look at that. She's not half-stepping at all. She's not half-stepping at all. That actually brings me to my next question. Um, this was some little subtle slide marketing, but uh, what's been some of the best ways that you found of you know getting your business out there and accumulating a clientele to grow your book of business? Um, honestly, I've never been a really like I'm on social media, but I, I didn't know how to promote much of anything. Um, it would normally be just word of mouth. And I think with me doing a lot of dogs, like in the dog park, I, I literally would do word of mouth. Word of mouth was my thing. I guess I'm just super old school. So I would print out flyers and get my business cards and I would set a goal like, okay, this Saturday and Sunday at this particular time, I'm going to the dog park. I'm going to walk around the lap and just hand them out. And so that's basically how I how I started it at first. Now I'm more so into the social media. I've gotten very much educated with my cousin and her content creating. So she showed me some things and um, I'm able to do a lot on TikTok, make certain videos and um, Instagram, Facebook, that kind of thing. I love it. I love it, man. Thank you so much for answering those. So Trina, I got one more here for you. And then we got a question game that we do with our guests to open them up oh, a little bit more, okay. have a little bit of fun. <laughs> no need to get nervous. We just gonna have some fun here. But um, so we didn't mention a lot of information. We talked about a lot of things as far as like your motivation, your business, things of that nature. But is there anything that we might have missed that you want to mention? Like if you have any further social media, we mentioned your, your Instagram, but any other social media contact information, how people can book you, please let us know about that. Okay. Well, yeah, you could definitely book me on um, social media as far as the only booking uh, social media that I really have is Instagram. Um, and now I'm actually changing it up. I partnered recently uh, within the last like week or two uh, with Maddie Mobile Makeover. And so I have my sprinter now and yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. So I'm now I'm completely mobile. And so now when you book with me, it's just a message app so I can get it and I can either confirm it or, you know, whatever we need to discuss at the time. Um, I do ask everybody to be super patient with me. I am by myself. I, I do have a partner now. So we're trying to be able to, you know, 
cipher through everybody because my phone has been nonstop since I started mobile. Um, and I haven't even started my first day at work at mobile yet. So <laughs> it's been crazy. But um, so you can book me on Instagram at underscore diamonds in the rough. Uh, and that's rough like barking. So it's R-U-F-F. Um, so <laughs> so you gotta I, love the wordplay. Yeah. <laughs> so you can book me on there. Um, I do have other social media platforms. There's no booking in those at all. So, but but Instagram is my my main source for booking. All right, we do have the information up on the screen. It'll also be uh, in the podcast description as well. So uh, to make sure to get the word out there and uh, you know, hopefully, get more business coming your way. You know, so. absolutely. And I'm everywhere, everywhere, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. You are now listening to the radio show. Uh, and then Zeno's gonna talk real fast about something that Rachel Maddow um, talked about, which is called uh, el- elimination redirect. So no, no, eliminationist rhetoric. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, so. We've talked about the business and everything, so now we have a little bit more uh, fun talking to you. Uh, we got this thing that we do, it's called Don't At Me. And it's basically what it is, it's just I'm gonna ask you a few questions and it's basically like if we were on Instagram and uh, an example I like to use is, um, Shanette, which would you like, you know, prefer Coke or Pepsi? And if it's Pepsi, you'd be like, oh, it's Pepsi and say, don't at me. So whatever answer you give, you say, don't at me like we on Instagram. That's how it works, okay. basically. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get into the first one here. All right, so Jeanette, I'm assuming with this question, it's gonna flop if you don't, but I'm assuming you like Tex-Mex, most people do. All right, so you go to a Tex-Mex restaurant, you sit down, which one would you prefer? Chips and salsa or chips and queso? Chips and queso, don't at me. That's a, that's a, that's a good time, Jim is with that. I'm I with do that. not like Tex-Mex. Oh, I'm you don't, but you Aren't you from Cali? See, I'm not from Cali. I'm I'm yeah. raised in Atlanta, but I went to Cali, so I've been out there for a few years and just it's came back and type. I refuse to eat any Tex Mex ever again. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she's done. But she will get with some chips and queso though. That's hard to pass Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not right. passing up the cheese. <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, um, so what's up, man? Um, chips and salsa or chips and queso? Definitely chips and queso. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. All right, I, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna ask you on that. All right, you got what? You got what? But uh, if I had to choose, if I had to choose though, um, it's chips and queso. It's something about that chips and cheese. They bought you can't go wrong with either. But don't don't ask. All right. So Trina, here's the next one here. All right. So what's a what's a show a series to you that you watched that was good, but the ending ruined it for you? Ooh. That's deep. Yeah, super deep. I'm like, mm, I don't know. Um, oh, um, little fires everywhere. Don't at me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard that the ending on that one was kind of, you know, I didn't, oh. I never watched it, but I heard that it was, you know, it was terrible. It was terrible. I really wish I could speak to like the writers and produce. Like, I want to talk to them because this is crazy. They left us with such a cliffhanger. We don't know yeah. what's going to happen. And apparently I have learned that the book is like that as well. So that's why they didn't make anything else because they wanted to they honor didn't the end book. Well for you. All right. Yeah. Jimmy, what's, a sh- 
what's the show uh, or series, you know, that you like that was good, but the ending ruined it for you? I've kind of talked about this in the past. It, for me, it would have been the ending of Game of Thrones because that final season was complete hot garbage. But I don't <laughs> want to go that way because that's low-hanging fruit. I'm going to say From Scratch on Netflix. Um, I don't know if y'all watch From Scratch. It's based on a mm-hmm. you know, true life event. It will definitely have you crying by the second episode. It's like a mm-hmm. mini-series. It's like eight eight episodes mini-series. And um, it shouldn't have ended that way. It should have been a happy end. It wasn't that it sucked. It was just, it was so bittersweet. And look, dude, I was crying. I, I pretty much <laughs> cried every episode after episode one. No oh, bullshit. man. I'm serious. So if you get a chance, watch From Scratch on Netflix. Zoe Zaldana is absolutely amazing. Oh, my God. But check it out. From Scratch. Okay, I'm, I'm going to have right. to look at that. Oh, yeah. Right, you going to cry episode one. I promise you. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy don't, be, don't, don't beef with me on this one, bro. I ain't no big Zoe Zaldana fan, but I ran about that on another date on why. Oh I'm not going to bother with that. We'll get it. We'll get oh into that God. on another episode. Just know I'm not a fan. Um, oh, <laughs> what's a show that was good? Um, there was this show I used to watch on FX back in the day. It was called Nip Tuck. Nip mm. Tuck was mm-hmm. great, man. The first three, four seasons. And then that last season, they just lit the whole thing on fire. And then the ending was just dumb. And I'm like, dang, I invested all this time in this show and it was good to end like this. <laughs> so it's definitely Nip Tuck. They took a great show that was going this way. And they, at the end, they took it down this way. Don't act. All right. All right, Jeanette, <laughs> here's the next one. Where would you prefer to shop? Walmart or Target? Shop for what? <laughs> <laughs> what are we shopping for? <laughs> I guess it just—I guess it just depends. They both sell some of the same similar things, so I mean, you just need to get a, like a plethora of different things. You might need some T-shirts or something, but at the same time, you need to shop for groceries too. So, which? If if I gotta get clothes and groceries, it would be Walmart. If I gotta get just clothes, definitely Target. <laughs> so I guess overall would be Walmart, even though I I really, 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 really hate Walmart. But don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Jimmy, listen, we've already had it documented about how you feel about Walmart, but please elaborate on how Walmart is your choice, because I know it's your choice. On where you don't prefer not to shop, so it's obviously Target where you would shop instead. Yeah, I'm I'm a Target boy, you know. You know, what I'm saying uh, stand up for Target. Target has been doing a lot for uh, Black folks. I ain't gonna lie. You walk in, they got some really cool stuff that they're doing. Uh, but nah, man, you know, Walmart just Walmart can kiss my ass. I'm gonna just <laughs> leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how how you don't price match yourself? That <laughs> don't make no sense to me. You can't price match what you got online that you offer. No, it's not flying, bro. You keep all your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm sorry, man. It just doesn't make sense to me. I didn't know they didn't do that. Trinette, that's like you running an ad on Instagram for two weeks, and then week three, it's still running. You forgot to turn it off. Somebody was like, hey, um, I said you get 50% off the first you know, grooming session. Well, I'm not gonna honor that. What? what right, it's still up there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. So, prefer to shop. Um, it's Disclaimer, Target for she sure. She did not do that. She she did not she do did that. Not. It's, it's a full disclosure. 
Not but yeah, def <laughs> definitely prefer to shop at Target. I figured out the matrix to Walmart, which is Walmart Plus, where I ain't got to step foot in there. I can just order it online. But if I got to yeah. step foot in there, it's for sure Target. It's a better shopping experience. It's less of the hood. No, no disrespect to the hood, but I'd rather not have it with my shopping experience. So yeah. definitely Target. Target, <laughs> Target, baby. Target, that's right. Target, where you spend up all your money. That's how that goes. Hey, all right. Seriously. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, Chanel, we got. I got two more here for you. All right. Um, what kind of driver are you? Are you the speedy driver, the angry driver, the defensive driver, or the multitasker? Which one are you? This sound incriminating. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's I listen. I'm a Gemini, so I'm like all of them. So, I, <laughs> <laughs> but if I would have to say, I'd probably be a defensive driver. Okay. It's a, she was like, let me see which one. She was like, because at any given moment, I could be anyone. Is I could be the multitasker where I'm like, I'm eating some fries. I'm on the phone. I'm driving. You know. Yeah, so I mean, especially grooming, because listen, I don't really get lunch breaks. So it's my driving is my breaks. So I'm definitely like this, eating, like <laughs> <laughs> with a whole sandwich in my hand. <laughs> All right, so not going to ask you on that one. So Shanessa said she's a defensive driver. All right, Jimmy, which one are you? A speedy, speeder, you know, angry driver, defensive driver, a multitask? Man, I just moved to, to like the Houston area. So I used to be a defensive driver. Now I'm more of an aggressive driver. And it's out of necessity because if I don't, I'm gonna get my ass ran over. So you gotta be equally aggressive in Texas when you drive as, as the people on the side. It's like the only language they So you gotta match your energy for energy. I'm like, I'm on whatever you want, let's get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally get that part. Cause that's, how, that's why I said I can be anyone. Cause moving to California, that traffic and those people are, I love them to death, but good God, that it's a hot ass mess. And you have to be very aggressive. You gotta be angry, aggressive, like everything. You have to match their energy. So I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right, Ooh, which one am I? Um, Tell the truth. I'm looking at these and I'm probably the angry driver, okay? A lot of traffic will try your entire life. It's like people <laughs> want to be, People want to be out in this, and I don't want to be out in it. If I gotta go somewhere, I want to be there out of that mess. So yeah, I'm 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 angry a, a little bit, but I'm also part of the part multitasker too, because you you catch me, you know, I'm eating something from the drive-through, I'm on the phone, I'm doing a, a bunch of different things, but mostly I'm an angry driver. Don't add. All right, <laughs> Trinette, we got the last one here for you. This is interesting. I would love to know this answer. Which chicken spot has the better biscuits? Is it Bojangles or Popeyes? You know what? I just heard this. Somebody asked the same thing like recently. And I was like, I really don't like no dry ass bread regardless. So um, I would probably say Bojangles only because they have the Bowberry biscuits. And those are amazing. Is, those things are magical. Okay? Magic. Yeah, yeah they really are. I, I had a, a whole kind of fetish about them like I literally had to stop eating them I was getting sick to the point because I would eat them every day I would go get up early just to get two of them every morning I think it's good that's a good choice though 
wouldn't dare ask you on it because I'm saying it's good. Jimmy, mm-hmm. wh- which chicken spot has the better biscuits, Bojangles or Popeyes? Y'all don't add me. I've never eaten at Bojangles before. I do know that Popeyes will kill me, so I'm just gonna go Bojangles off the strength of I've never tried it before. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you probably gotta bro, get him a Bowberry biscuit. Yeah, it's not you, right. You have to. Well, Jimmy, I'm gonna tell you, man. You have to. You would have to try them because their chicken is actually pretty good. It's mm-hmm. good, and those Bowberry biscuits that Shadette mentioned are oh, magical. Yeah. Okay, I mean. Somebody legit could offer you one and you fool and you're gonna eat one because they just that good. You could have just ate and be like, I got room, I can make one for them. They that good. Yeah. Damn, really? <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. He it's, lying. It's like that. <laughs> I'm missing out. I'm missing out. I need I definitely need to get some Bojangles. Give it a sure. shot. Give it a shot. Um, yeah, so definitely, yeah, it's it's Bojangles just based on the fact that they're not dry enough to kill you. And the regular biscuits are cool, they're good, but the bow bear puts them over the top. All right. Yeah. For sure. So they are, like I said, the word I would describe them as magical. And you know what else was magical? Playing Don't At Me With Your Neck Car on the Aftermath. <laughs> did a great job with that. You know what I'm saying? Did a great job. Thank you. Slid that in there. All right. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> Every now and again, I get one right. Yeah. You are now listening to The Radio Show. So... Jeanette, um, it was just great talking to you, um, you know, seeing what you built up, what you continue to build, um, seeing the passion that you have for, um, you know, for doing this and everything. And, um, you know, we look forward to further conversation in the future on what you have going on and where you branch out to do outside of that. I'm, I'm hoping that it includes that art because that picture that you showed was beautiful. That was fantastic. All right. So I got more. It's a lot more. <laughs> oh, please, please, you know. Share some Not of the them, cash you know? up, so I can buy some, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. You you under you know, don't undersell yourself on that. It's great work. All right. So if you take a look at the screen here, uh make sure and follow underscore diamonds in the rough, all right, on Instagram. All right. Follow her on there. You want to get your dog groom, you're in the Atlanta area, send her a DM, you know, make sure and get that set up. She's doing great work, you know. And um, so Trinette, again, you know, we thank you so much for the time and uh we look forward to further conversation with you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. For sure. We appreciate it. Definitely a pleasure. For sure. You are now listening to The Radio Show. All these horrible ass drivers from the following states. Florida, New York, Delaware for some freaking reason, and North Carolina. I really want to pop your tires. You're listening to The Radio Show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, Jimmy, we're back here on the Aftermath. We just got done talking to Shanette Carl. She was great, great answers. Had a lot of fun talking to her. Uh, what'd you pick up from talking to Shanette? Man, one thing I picked up from talking to Shanette is there's always more than one way to express yourself. And no matter what that is, no matter what you love the most, just keep doing what you got to do to express yourself. Be you and, and, and fulfill that. Definitely, fully be you. And that's what I loved about speaking with Miss Shanette. So I love it. Nice, nice. If you take a look at the screen there, her Instagram underscore at diamonds in the rough, rough like, you know, dog, R-U-F-F. It's right there on the screen. That's where you can book her to have your dog groomed. If you're in the Atlanta area, DM her on Instagram, all right? She's starting to become mobile, so they coming to where you at. So make sure and hit her we'll up, pull up, you know? Yeah, she'll pull up on you, all right? So make sure and give her some, you know, some business, give her a like, a follow, all that stuff counts. We always talk about that. Every little thing you do as far as support, it counts, all right? Speaking of support, our man Jimmy, on the go podcast, there's information right there on the screen. All right, they're doing big things. All right, make sure and follow them. 
on Instagram. Again, the same thing goes. A like, a follow, a listen. All of it counts. All of it, all right? Jimmy, what y'all got coming up as far as uh, talking about on the show? You know, y'all the sports authority. What y'all, what y'all got going? Man, so right now they got the NFL draft, uh, well, combine that, that, that they've been doing. So we're going to go through that. Uh, March Madness is about to start. So March is going to be a crazy month for us. So a lot of swearing, a lot of laughs, and just a really damn good time with the guys. So I'm excited, man. I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Please check out On The Go Podcast. They're doing great things over there. A great listen, a great, a great watch. Can't recommend them enough. All right? And then we swing it over this way to the radio show ATL. If you want to be a guest on the radio show ATL, just send us an email to radioshowinbox at gmail.com. Or you can send us a text, 678-800-1677. We look forward to hearing from you. So again, many thanks to Trinette Carr, all right? She was great. Diamonds in the rough. Please give them a, like I said, a like, follow, a listen, all that good stuff as well as on the go. Um, again, like I said, all 2023, we dropping heat all year long with these great interviews and content. We coming. we coming, for sure, for everything, all right? So again, we appreciate the love and support. Everything you do counts. And just stay tuned for more content, all right? So we appreciate y'all. We'll catch you next time. Peace.